It's the show that makes us talk. What has more lives than a cat? What? A frog, because it croaks every day. (laughs) What about our life? With Chris and Will, season two. Well, hello there. It is season two finale. Hi, this is Chris and Will. Hi. How are you? Welcome (laughs) to another great episode of What About Our Life with Chris and Will. You know what? Let's get down to the basics or let's get down to the truth. Who the hell knew we would be going through this shit through this season? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we had absolutely no clue. Don't get me wrong. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of last minute changes, all kinds of different things, but it was great. Mm-hmm. When we walked into season two, we did not know we would be immediately going into two episodes a week and then having to take breaks and taking long breaks and mm-hmm. and then doing so many other ones. We've had some great guests on the show, oh, yeah. I have to say. Uh-huh. Uh, a lot of memorable ones. Oh, Fran yes. Drescher, of course. Fran. Judy Collins when she started singing. Gosh. Oh, my. Uh, so many more. So many, many more you just can't name. And, you know, just like with season one, we hear back from our guests all mm-hmm, the time. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it really makes us warm inside yeah it really does and we love talking to you guys you guys have been giving us a lot of feedback thank you but the most important thing i think is when we did the stay well episode yes and the many of you that asked us to talk about certain topics and address them or even ask for help mm-hmm. and we appreciate that we are very blessed that we were able to help you out but we had no clue yeah Literally, when the pandemic happened, it was a simple phone call that said, hey, look, you guys are going to be doing two episodes a week. Figure out what you're going to do for the second episode. Mm -hmm. And we immediately sat there and said, you know what? Let's do a stay well episode because I think people are going to need to be coached or communicated with on how to deal with certain things because this is a change in life yeah it really is and it's been that so we are glad that we were able to coordinate that with a with the many people that we reached out to Mm -hmm. and of course um all of you that have reached out to us so we are pretty well thanked and with that i can't Uh, tell you so we're going to continue doing that in season three in about a week we will be doing more Stay Well episodes, and Yay! we will be doing uh, more regular episodes. We'll mm-hmm. be doing two episodes a week again, and we're going to enjoy it. We're going to keep you guys well. Yes. You know, everything is happening for its reason, mm-hmm. and so, you know, we're here with you, and we're going to keep going with you throughout this whole thing. So just know that you have friends with us and that we love you Dearly, of course. Mm -hmm. But today, you know, one of the best things about today's episode is it talks about almost love. And, you know, it's a special thing at the same time, because though it's season two finale, Chris and Will is doing something a little different during this time as well. Ah. We are. We are finally, after 21 years, getting that marriage license. Yes. Isn't that something? (laughs) We have been putting it off and everybody is finally saying, go to it. So we are. So we are going to get it. We are going to do a brief, tiny little ceremony this year. But the mega wedding will be next year when everybody can fully enjoy it. Mm -hmm. 
So we are very excited. Yes, yes. About that. So <laughs> yes. it is about almost love. Yeah, of course. yeah. And another one of our great topics is choice versus chosen. Ooh. So let's go into choice really quick. Um, freedom to choose. That's something that uh, we have discussed. Yes, we have. You are blessed with the ability to make your own decisions and choices in life. And no? don't forget that either. No. And granted, are they always easy? Are they always great? <laughs> no. Are you going to love them? Not really. Uh -huh. You will to an extent. But remember, you always have a choice. Yes. We've talked about that before by looking in the mirror and asking yourself, is this really me and if it's not jot down the things that you think you can change and find a way to change them you know an interesting thing i always have told people when we go out in public and people will ask us different questions about stay well i always tell them said do something different the easiest way to ha handle change is do something different mm -hmm. and i think i've brought this up before but i'll remind you again if you normally put dishes in the dishwasher and you don't wash them before you put them in the dishwasher, then one day say, okay, I'm going to do something different. Wash them either by hand and let them dry, air dry, or wash them before you put them in the dishwasher. Yeah. So the more different changes that you do and you're comfortable with, the more you're willing to change other things. Yes. It's steps. Yes. It takes steps. So it can be simplistic. Yes. It can really be simplistic. And don't be afraid to to splurge sometimes. I know a lot of people, especially in the grocery store, <laughs> you choose store brand versus brand names. Well, every now and again, hey, go buy something from Kellogg's. It doesn't matter, not that I'm promoting Kellogg's, but go buy something from Kellogg's instead of doing a store brand. Do something different, treat mm -hmm. yourself. Yes, yes. That is the best way to do it. Enjoy who you are, find something different and you will find a way to manage change. Mm -hmm. So that's good to do it. Responsibility of choice. Now we talked about this. Yes, we have. You know, though you can make decisions and choices in life, they are your responsibility whether they come out good or bad. Understand that. It it is the way you learn from it. Don't regret in life, it's not worth it. Just remember to learn from it. And love. What is love? There's a big question of it. Yeah. Love is happiness. If yes. you find happiness in a, in a dog or a puppy or a family member. Or a happy face. Or whatever it is, that's love. Yes. That's love. Whatever makes you smile and gives you that upbeat freedom to say, gosh, I love this. Uh -huh. That's love. That yep. is exactly what love is. And, you know, and the story about Chris and Will is basically in choice. Yeah. We chose to find the person that's going to make us who we are. Amazing. Yes. And that's what has worked for us. Mm -hmm. We stayed different. We stayed opposite, but we managed to find a balance. There you go. And though we are around each other 24-7, every second of our life. Yes. Though it gets annoying. Yes. <laughs> just remember it's called comfort. Yeah. It's called security. Mm -hmm. So just remember to find the best connection with your partner or loved one is to find a way to be comfortable with them. And also another thing too, may sound contradictory, comfortable with your partner but uncomfortable to go out and boldly do things either together or individually for yourself. Yes. You know, because then, I mean, if you get way too comfortable, you know, then it's like, yeah, okay. But if you go outside of your comfort zone, I think we've talked about this before, 
there's something bigger out there. Who knows? And you know, right and wrong in all all in all importance is doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. How you learn yeah. from it is all that matters. And How understanding you get it, it. I mean, because if you have a better understanding of it, then you accept know. your life. Yeah, yeah. Accept it. You can't go back and change it. You no. can pretty it up. You can do whatever you want. You can't change it. Accept your life. Find a way to adapt with it. Find a way to learn with it. Find your balance. It's a taste of life. Mm -hmm. As a chef, you know what? You're always going to improve the style of your cooking. And you're always going to taste your food before you serve it. So if it's not directly to your liking, then guess what's going to happen? You're going to go and add more till it is. Mm -hmm. So find that taste of your life and stick with it. Accept yeah. it. It's yeah. not going to be perfect. It doesn't need to be just accepted. So that goes into best choices. So when you talk about best choices, for us, it was like the many places we've lived. Yeah. A lot of people always complain. I'm not saying suggested or grumbled, complained that <laughs> we would go from one state to the next state and we would never be stabilized. That's because that's what worked for us. Yeah. We always had to find something new. We always had to let the air out. Mm -hmm. It was never stale air. Yes. It was always freshing. And mm -hmm. even where we're at now, as we're in our new place, the one thing that is appealing to us is all the scents that yes. people see, smell yes. when they come yes. in and our life stories. Yes. And, you know, when you feel content with something, you feel it even more mm -hmm. because you know what, when we're, when we travel even during this pandemic and people are like, where do you live? And we tell them where we live. They're like, Oh, I know that place. Yep. These are people from other States. Exactly. Yes. Who've heard the town that we're in and it just makes you feel important. It makes you feel great. And you know, we're honored, blessed again, that we were able to be given the opportunity to live here. Yes. And it's all because of you guys. So we yes. have to thank you yes. because you helped us find our way. So we're going to help you find your way. Another good thing is changes, of course. Um, our differences, accepting our differences. You know, there are a lot of things that Willie likes to do that I don't and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And we have to accept them. Yeah. And it, it, that's just how you. But it's kind of interesting you bring that up because when, like, for example, if I'm doing something that you is not your uh, forte, so to speak, you know, but then you kind of know, okay, you see me doing it. And then you're like, you kind of, it kind of gives you like that boost of what you enjoy. And then it's, it's well, like a level, it's it, like a leveling, a when balancing. When you find a connection and you have that happiness with one another, when they do something that you don't necessarily like, and you're watching them do it, you become interested and say, well, I didn't think you could do it that way. Right, right. Yeah. And so then you're intrigued in doing it. Uh -huh. So you're more willing to do that. Yeah. You know, we have wanted to give up on each other and give up on life many a times, huh. many a times. Huh. But the one thing that we didn't do is give up. Exactly. Though we allowed people to come into our life and try to distract us, we didn't give up. Yep. So always find a breath of fresh air. Yes. Do something different. Change it. Yes. If your air is stale, open the window. Do something in your life that's spontaneous. Mm -hmm. Find who you are. Yes. Most importantly, find who you are. So it kind of goes into chosen. Let's talk about that for a little bit. Okay. So chosen is basically choices that you've kind of made. In a sense. Wow. Wow. <laughs> if you if you choose to be a certain way, you've chosen that lifestyle. Yeah. So let's just say, for instance, I love wearing black. It's just a thing. I, I love wearing black. 
Um, it's not appealing all the time, and I do switch colors every now and again, but I enjoy wearing black. I chose to wear black, but you know, some people look at me and say, boy, you're really, really dark. Not necessarily. I just like wearing black. So I choose that. I, so I, I'm chosen. I choose my life, I guess. I guess it's that inner, I don't want to say inner, but that perspective of saying, I don't know, if you want to wear a certain color a certain day, then that's fine. Just don't have an overactive imagination. Absolutely. And we <laughs> talked about that too. Yeah. Remember, when you choose, you become. Yeah. You become. It's nobody else's fault because it's your choice. Good, bad, wrong, right, whatever the case may be, it's a choice. You either learn it. from it. Yeah, you learn from it. You accept it, understand it. You move from it. You grow. Yeah. Always keep up on that ladder and grow that ladder. Just climb that ladder. Climb it. Let that ladder grow higher and keep going. And make sure that it's the ladder that um, that isn't chosen for you. You choose the ladder to climb. Yes. And by that, I mean, don't choose it because of um, like a, an image reason or, you know, or for not climb the ladder of your truth. Absolutely. You know, again, the one thing that Chris and Will does is we learn from each other and we learn from the people that are around us. It's agree to disagree mm -hmm. all the time. Agree to disagree. But that's what the fun about life is. And everybody will laugh. Fun. Ha ha ha. But you know what? Life can be a great experience if you let it. And laughter. I mean, it. if you laughter without it, I mean, there are times where a good belly laugh has to arise because Absolutely. With all that's going on, it's a great, it's a great remedy. Absolutely. Absolutely. So when you choose your life, choose it responsibly. Yes. But know you have choices to change it again. Uh-huh. It may not happen right away, but you can change it again. Yes. Um, people say life is too short. That could be very true if you're waiting for the time to run out. Mm. But if you're wanting your time to last forever, then make it last forever. Yes! Absolutely. People do not make your choices for you. You can overcome. There is a friend of ours that we know. He had been diagnosed with cancer. They removed the cancer. And the doctors literally told him that he had six months to live. That was years ago. Mm -hmm. He got off of treatment because he goes, you know what? When life is ready for me to say goodbye, I will say goodbye. But until then, I'm going to live my life. And ladies and gentlemen, six years later, the man is still going. Yes. Strong. And that's powerful. Mm -hmm. Very powerful. Always mind over mouth. Wow. If you put it in your mind that you're going to live forever, you're going to live forever. Yes. Let it be. Let it be. But always go happy and be happy because that's the way it is. Of course. So let's go into a, a, a movie. Okay. We were asked to watch this great movie for our guest oh. that's on our show. It's oh. called Almost Love. It yes. is on Amazon. Great, great movie. And the thing of it is it kind of goes into... It is a gay couple and it talks about the differences of and the opposites of how they are and how they have to learn to accept with one another and how they have to learn to deal with one another. One's one way, one likes things another way. And it's very good. It is really good. Yeah. We've watched it several times yes. and we couldn't stop watching it. It was released on April 3rd, 2020. 
Mike Doyle is a screenwriter and director as well as an actor in the show. You might know him from Law and Order uh, SVU. SVU. Mm-hmm. We've seen him on that many, many times. It's about a gay couple learning about their relationship. And that pretty much can and cannot have an expiration date. Wow. That they put an expiration wow. date on wow. there. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Scott Evans, Kate Walsh are also in uh, the movie. Yes, they are. Uh, a few other great ones. And it's been up for several Emmy Awards and won several Emmy Awards. It's a great movie. It really is touching. We've actually let a few friends watch it. Yeah. And they fell in love with it and they enjoy it. Yeah. And so it you learn a lot from it. Even as a straight couple, you do learn a lot from it. Because it, it teaches you how to be different mm-hmm. and how to be okay with it. Yeah. It really does well mike doyle is our special guest today and of course we are so excited to have him on the show and like i mentioned he was on uh law and order svu very well known on that show Mm -hmm. he was also in oz sex in the city new amsterdam the good wife and criminal minds just to name a few Mm. in film laws of attraction p.s i love you rabbit hole and the green lantern wow Yeah, so he's done a lot of great work. He is, of course, award-winning, and he is directing and writing Almost Love, which is the name of the film. Yeah. And we're going to talk to him about that because we are so excited about it. We Uh love it. Oh, yeah, yeah. He is such a great, great man, and we are excited to give him a call. So sit back, relax. The amazing Mike Doyle is coming up. Chris and Will here inviting you to an online virtual speaking event featuring our good friend, Rich Little. Yes! Remember he was on our season one show and he made us laugh with all the great voices he can do? Definitely. I I think you should be president. Okay, Pilgrim. What are you gonna have? So join us October 15th, 8.30 Eastern Time, 5.30 Pacific for all the great laughs. Boy, do we need it. Oh, yeah. Go to his website, therichlittle.com, or go to our website at kristenwill.com. You can get all the information and links for that special event. And you can also go to Rich's website to get future events if you can't make this one. So join us October 15th with Rich Little. We all need the laugh. We are honored to welcome award-winning actor, Mike Doyle. Thank you so much for being on our show. Yes. So excited to. (laughs) Thanks for having. Yes, absolutely. And we're so glad that um, you sent us that movie. Oh my gosh. It was, (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to tell you realistically, generally when we do this job and we get, um, movies that come in or clips to watch, it's usually once, maybe we'll go back to it twice. But literally, we have watched it several times just to watch it. It's such a great movie. Uh And the storyline was so well done. And the acting was was just incredible. And I have to say, congratulations to you. This is your first director position in this? Uh, Yeah, the first. Um, it's my feature directorial debut. So wow! I directed some shorts prior to that, but um, and I guess you guys being in a in a long term relationship uh, 
I'm sure there was a lot of resonance there. In terms <laughs> oh, of, oh my! There, there was, and yeah. you know, it, it comes to the one of the questions that I'm going to ask is: Was there any personal relation in this for you to create this? Um, you know, pieces of myself, of course, are you know sprinkled throughout. You know, with, with right. every character from you know Adam and Marklin to uh, you know, even Henry and Cammy. Um, but, uh, you know, what I was, what I was hoping to do was just portray a gay couple five years in after, you know, the, the typical things that we've seen in films have happened already. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, to show sort of how universal relationships are and, and challenging and and also you know uh, uh, invigorating and um and absurd right. and fun but uh you know that there was that there was something you know i i wanted to you know put that relationship the lead relationship between adam and marklin in the context of uh three other couples just to show you know how we all sort of spin our wheels what we come up against um and you know i think you know, particularly with gay relationships, you know, there's there's often because, you know, we're socialized to be sort of leaders and we're socialized uh -huh. to be providers that um, sometimes in same sex relationships, you know, some issues come up that are um, I, don't know, I just wanted to explore that. Well, I have to say you definitely did the homework and you yes. did it very, very well, because it identified our relationship to the T. Uh -huh, and, uh -huh. you know, it was interesting oh, wow. because the the at the time, because we moved into a, a new place now, but at the time when we were watching this, a um, roommate of ours, and she's an older woman, she's known us for years, she, start, she walked in as we were watching, and she's like, oh, what are you watching? And so she sat and watched it, and I kid you not, she turned to us and she goes, do they know who you guys are? And I go, <laughs> no, why? She goes, that's totally both of you uh -huh. in the mix. And yep. I go, I, she's like, I can't, I can't really tell the difference between the story. And so that's how wow. well the, the homework was done. And, you know, mm -hmm. one thing that Willie and I struggle with in a lot of different ways is that kind of, I don't want to say if it, it's, if it's identity, but basically, you know, one of us has more credentials and experience yeah. and skills that puts himself out there. And then the other one really doesn't want that, but kind of wants that. So the recognition is not leveled in a sense. Right. And those characters yeah. that you had identified that. And I'm like, wow, okay, that it makes total sense. Uh huh. Total sense. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I think something professional or emotional or psychological like a lot of times you know in a relationship we're on this sort of when it works it's yin and yang and it's it's right. sort of like balances but then when it doesn't sometimes it's you know kind of polar opposite uh -huh. you know when one person's up the other's down and the other's up and the you know and, and it flips and and you know it, it there is you know, um, I think really interesting areas to explore in terms of conflict, in terms of struggle, in terms of, you know, I, I think ultimately, you know, it's a hopeful movie 
so they, while, you know, they're at a crossroads of sorts, they want to, they're invested in one another to do the work, you know? Right. And I think as, you know, I've been in several long-term relationships um, and, you know, there's a thing that happens and especially in this movie, it's sort of death by a thousand cuts. It's no one huge monumental thing, although there is something, you know, in this film that, that it sort of mirrors the monumental thing. Uh-huh. But it's just these small misses. Uh, you know, Adam says it, you know, we just keep missing each other. And, I, you know, I, I think, you know, that's, like, that's the interesting stuff about a relationship, really, to me. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, I have to ask, and for our listeners, a little bit of a spoiler alert. Um, yeah. What is the deal with the ice cream truck? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> well... That's a that's a real New York thing. That goddamn ice cream truck is everywhere. So I just wanted to give uh, Adam's character this this sort of uh, haunting refrain that weaved itself through the movie. And really, it was it, it only bothers him, and it only affects him, even though everybody else hears it. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's sort of representative of Adam's, um, uh, not really, uh, dealing with things on, um, on the same wavelength as everybody else. Wow. I love that. (laughs) Wow. That is so interesting because that just... It's almost like he's running away from something, but then he's, he's lured to it almost. It's like an unbalanced, but yeah. wow. Yeah. Total moment yeah. right there. I'll just say that. <laughs> <laughs> so do you guys have plans for a second one? Uh, we don't have plans for a second one, but there's been a lot of talk about um, uh, the possibility of turning it into a series. So, oh, nice. um, because people want to spend some more time with these characters. I certainly do. Um, I, I, we had an amazing team of people from the crew and to our amazing cast. And, uh, it, it was, a, it's, it's sort of unique after, um, a job that you do that you stay in, you know, you have the best intentions of staying in touch with everybody, but, um, uh, it's it's the exception that you sort right. of keep friends from job to job, mm-hmm. and this, everybody has all stayed in touch. They can hang out, we're in group chats, we're you know videos. You know, it's 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 an amazing group of people uh, that I was really fortunate to work with. Absolutely, and yeah. the chemistry that you guys yes. showed on camera was absolutely phenomenal. I uh-huh. mean, we, we love we we love, of course, Kate. I mean, we've we've followed her career for many many years. Yeah. yeah. But the one thing I know that is really good about a movie is when you see certain characters and you're like, gosh. I recognize them from something. Uh-huh. Where do I know them from? And then you start to, that's when everybody gets on their phone, goes to IMDb or Google <laughs> and goes, what right. were they in? And then 
um, one of them, one of the characters we actually just saw yes. in a movie with Jennifer Lopez. Was it Hustlers? I think so. I think yeah. So. And I'm sitting there. Yes. Like, wait, yes. Wait, wait, wait. She was in this movie, or it was something else. It was another movie that we seen. But anyway, uh, she was, she was in it. Yeah. Um, what was her name? Oh gosh, I can't remember. Uh, she was Michelle Buteau, who plays Cammy. Uh, I don't know. Well, it well, was. Um, well, she, it, she was the, the, the Asian girl. She was the teacher. Yes. Oh. Oh, yeah, Zoe. Um, I don't... Was she in a movie? But She was just in a movie called Downhill with Julia Louis-Dreyfus and Will Ferrell. I haven't seen um, that one, but she was in a movie um, out in the summer, Pat, this past summer, because we've seen her in it. Actually, the well, yeah. while he's... Thinking about that, the girl who played Cammy, it just came to my head. Uh, she was in Isn't It Romantic with Rebel Wilson, and she was the one where, um, uh, what was it? She was the nine one one dispatcher. Where? Yes. Oh yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh huh. Yeah, and I just thought that was um, funny. So she's 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 all over the place these days. She has. She hosts a show called uh, The Circle, um, and then she has a Netflix comedy special coming out in uh, later this year. And she's in um, uh, First Wife called The Reboot. She's she's oh. just uh, she's just amazing. Wow. Yes. Okay. So I correction on myself. She was not in Hustlers. She was in. Uh, where'd you go, Bernadette? Yes, she was. Oh, where'd the... you go, Bernadette? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, that's what yes, we yes. saw her in. Mm -hmm. And um, but yeah. yes, the crap, the cast was incredible, and you know, I love to see it as a series. And you know, that this is for us personally one of the things that we kind of adapted from this movie, and I'm sure maybe it'll be addressed if you guys continue is the whole i want to say acceptance maybe marriage issue mm -hmm. because willie and i we have been together for 21 years believe it or not and yeah you know though that uh though that marriage has been legal for us for several years everybody keeps coming up to us and saying why have you guys not done that and we're like i don't know we really don't we, we really don't know but then what's driving us to do it because we are getting married later this year but what's driving us oh, to do it well thank, thank you. you what's driving us to do it is the legal process of it because both of us share different health issues and unfortunately right. some areas of this country when you go to the hospital or something like that they don't recognize same-sex partners as a decision maker i know and yeah. so that's what kind of drives us to that because you know, my parents, they're great, but his parents, that's a whole different story. Yeah. So it becomes yeah. that fear that says I'm forced to have to make a decision that says I want to marry, though I want to marry him and we're going to do that, but I want to make it that it's out of love and not out of legal. Yes. So yeah. your story tells that in a sense because one wants to drive to that, but the other one is not really certain about it and he has some unease with it mm -hmm. yep so yep. i yeah. really appreciate yeah. you driving into that story tell me what do you think that will happen do you think that you do you see those two characters eventually getting married out of love or kind of maybe in the same thought process that we're in 
That's a great question um, because, uh, you know, I, I solve up a happy ending of sorts, but it's also ambiguous. So, I, you know, they're going to try um, to right. make it as a couple, first and foremost. And I think, you know, even with, uh, you know, spo- uh, a little bit of a spoiler, but, you know, with Elizabeth and her husband with the vows, uh-huh. like, yes. They're going to try. I don't know if they're going to make it. And I don't know if Adam and Mark Lynn are going to make it. But I, I, I'm I, hopeful that they will. Um, so, uh, you know, so it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great question because I think, you know, there, there are, you know, two sort of versions of, of how, that, how their relationship ends up. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's... Let me tell you, I you you have the way you built those characters. You have created so many different ways to go with the story, yeah. and so many different thought processes, the, the what ifs, and especially in today's world where you know even with going through experimenting to having a third in the relationship, to open relationships, yeah. to being secure, to being uneasy, to acceptance. There's so many different ways that these characters can go and you built them that. Yeah. And that's, that's the real, that's yeah. the realism of a gay couple. And adding I to, want to I, you know, I, I would definitely want to explore that, you know, because there's, you know, gay marriage looks very different than sort of the heteronormative marriage. Absolutely. And I think there's a lot to explore there. I, I touch on it a little bit in the hospital when he uh-huh. says, are you having something outside of us? Uh, you know, that they have the communication and the vocabulary to address something like yes. that. But but the, the thing that's not acceptable is not talking about it, is, is lying Absolutely. about it. So, like, you know, I, I imagine Adam and Marklin probably, you know, had a three-way at one point in their relationship. They probably had, you know, they that, uh, that a lot of gay people do that, that, you know, that, that, you know, I, I think that, you know, from the outside, when the world looks in on gay marriage, they're like, oh, it's just like a husband and wife. And they, right. you know, but it's, it's, there's a lot more nuance in a gay marriage, in a gay mm-hmm. relationship as well. I think, yeah. I mean, there's nuance in all relationships. I, I, right. I can't just, but I think there's a, there's a dialogue um, between same sex partners that um, I know a lot of my straight friends don't have similar dialogues in their relationships absolutely Mm -hmm. absolutely and adding to what chris had mentioned too i mean when we were watching this movie so many emotions and feelings were just going through me i caught myself just like the movie kept going but i found myself just like who maybe there's a lot of issues that i haven't really fully just head on like felt and I don't know if that makes sense or not, but it was like I was resisting those feelings. And then I would mm. just stop, observe, continue watching the movie. And I'm like, wow. Okay, yes, this is Chris and Will. Like, wow, okay. And then just keep going and watching the movie. And then I saw it from a different perspective. And then I'm like, oh, interesting. Like, and this is a silly example, but there was a scene where Marklin was working on the computer and um, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, 
you know, here comes the other character. He just jumps out from the other room and just starts making Brooklyn laugh. And that so reminded me of Chris. And I'm like, (laughs) oh, my gosh, that was hilarious. (laughs) That's great. That's great. Well, it's very relatable. And, you know, in in another way, when you address the ex issue and how he cared for the ex in the hospital, you know, that's a good point that, you know, heterosexuals as well as ourselves can take that it's, you know, it's okay to have a friendship or somewhat of a relationship with your ex if it was good like that. And I think in a lot of relationships, they miss that point that they think, oh, you're an ex, get out of my life. And with us, it's like our exes are still part of our lives. Mm -hmm. And we're like all best friends now and we both accept that and it's like well yeah we've had our moments with him but at the same time it just didn't work out as the way our relationship works so we accept that and i think that you sending that message to everyone that it's okay to have a relationship of some sort with your exes and that was a very valid thing to take in and the same thing with um kate wash's character with the issues that she's having in her own marriage Mm -hmm. and the differences Mm -hmm. that both that she had to encounter so it it's relatable not just for the gay community but for everyone yeah and i love that absolutely love that great i'm really i'm i'm really uh i'm really happy that you guys picked up on all that stuff Oh, yes, yes. You should be. That that really shows how much talent you have and dedication that you put into this project because it shows. It totally, totally shows. And the story is just that, you know, it's just not a typical story. Like Chris said, you did the homework and that story is brought to life. I mean, it, it... Absolutely. I mean, if... I mean, with all the feelings and emotions felt, then you know as a... As a director, you've brought that story to life. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, thanks. You're very welcome. So, let's kind of go into a little bit of your past work, of course. Yeah. Um, I'm really curious to know about your experience on Law & Order SVU. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, geez. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone is. (laughs) It's such a big Um, show. I, You know, I had a... yeah, I had a great time on that show. I did six seasons over, or five seasons, seasons five through ten. Uh-huh. Um, and then I was uh, killed off the show in 2009. Um, so I've, I've been off the show uh, for quite a long time. Um, but it, it lives on forever and repeats. So, of course. Um, you know, I'm constantly getting tweeted about, my death. <laughs> like, oh, how did you kill him? I was like, folks, happened a while ago. We're, everything's good. All, we're all good. Wow. But, that's um, so it was a great funny. group of people. You know, I made some really nice friends out of out of uh, working there. Um, you know, Marishka is a dear, dear friend of mine, and um, yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a lot of fun. Well, you know, we have to give her digs. Oh, yeah. I mean, she has been on that show for a long time. 21 seasons now. I mean, wow. I would have to say that's the longest I've seen any actor be on a show. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, she's... Yeah, it is. I mean, I think apart from soap operas, uh, I think she's had the longest 
you know, the longest run as a single character, which is pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, she's very talented. Yep, and she still continues that character. Like you can tell, she has that drive, you know. And I yeah. think that's very important. Yeah, very powerful yeah. woman. So mm-hmm. when you take experiences like that that you've had in Law and Order, do you kind of reference some of that emotion experience into some of your writing or even with the director position? Um, yeah, you know, I, I've, um, I've, uh, you know, I work on a couple of shows in New York now as an actor. I work on a show called New Amsterdam, uh-huh. and I also work on another show called City on a Hill, which is on Showtime, uh-huh. um, and you know, basically my work as an actor, that's been my film school. So, you know, I've worked with Clint Eastwood on the movie of the, of Jersey boys. So Uh I've worked with like some really amazing directors over the years. And I've just observed and I've watched and like really paid attention because I'm, you know, I'm really fortunate to, to work on, you know, uh, the, you know, part of the, part of my job, you know, not being a a regular on a show Uh sort of, uh, you know, you sort of wish, you know, I want to, you know, camp, camp out somewhere for 21 years. Um, but the, uh, the flip side of it is, is that I get to go, you know, I change up my environment, you know, every few weeks and I'm working with new people, working with new, you know, energy. And so, um, so to answer your question, I, um, you know, I've learned a lot from work over the years. So in your opinion, do you think that we have enough or that we're sending the right message for the LGBTQ community in Hollywood? Um, that's, uh, wow. That's a, that's a big question. Um, (laughs) you know, I think we've made huge strides um Uh in representation and visibility um but i think there is still more work to be done um you know sort of um you know i I, i've been told you know as i'm looking for more directing work um you know that i'm uh you know i'm not diverse and, right. you know, I say, well, I'm gay. And then people say, well, that doesn't matter anymore. And I'm like, well, no, actually, you can't say that. Right. Because mm-hmm. it does matter. And, you know, there's there's a scene in the film when the boys are bike riding and then yes. they stop at a traffic light. Yeah. Um, that happens to me in New York once or twice a year. And really? I live in New York City and I get called fag, you know. Uh, I cannot tell you how many times, Wow! Um, you know, sometimes it's, it's just because, you know, someone's an asshole and they want to, you know, sort of use an epithet, but, and other times it's because, you know, I'm, I'm dressed nicely or as one would perceive as gay. Uh Um, So to me, you know, someone sees the fact that I am gay and they try to marginalize, they try to treat, me or try to treat uh you know a group differently Uh um so to answer your question um we're not there yet we're not like in a post gay world or post um you know sexuality world or post gender world i think there's a lot of um there's a lot that still needs to be done and you know part of me hiring scott and augie to play the leads 
they're two out gay actors, and I wanted right. two out gay actors playing the romantic leads of uh, the romantic lead of my film. Um, yeah. And uh, because you know, there's a lot of um, applause for straight people playing gay parts, and yeah. you know, yes. people you know being called brave, and it, it just it drives me nuts when when they say that <laughs> yeah and you and know, you know i i'm not going so far as saying that only gay people can play gay parts and straight people play straight parts because i play all different sorts of parts mm-hmm, but right. i i feel like you know there's been there have been some great uh mainstream studio gay films and the leads are always out straight actors right and right. i just feel like can't we you know can't we have one of them because yeah. like there's a lot that we as uh, gay people living this experience for as long as we have can bring to to the table. Mm-hmm. And you know, and it's funny because I like the fact that you did that because it makes it real. Yes. One. And two, it gives, at least for us, it gives us, in, in a joking way, uh, a sense of fantasy. Because then when you look at him and you're like, oh my gosh, he's gorgeous. Yes. You know, and then you start looking up, is he really gay? And then when you, you learn, oh no, he's just straight. Okay, disappointment. But right. then when you learn that he's really gay, you're like, damn. You know, not that you're ever yeah. going to have an opportunity, <laughs> but you're like, oh, okay, one can still hope. You know, so I. But love at least that. you got a shot. If, I mean, if uh, all of you are or down in Orlando, uh-huh. you can like. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So I, I absolutely love that. Yeah, and the other thing that I am absolutely in love with is that the two leads aren't stereotypical gay men. Absolutely. I found it so relatable, even between uh, Scott Evans and Augustus Prue. I was just like, my gosh, like it just. It is real. I mean, I just, I felt yeah. like, all right, yes, this is speaking volumes right there. So, yeah, I, you know, I, I, I intentionally didn't make it like a shirtless movie with like, right. you know, with like six pack abs and like, you know, sort of that version. Like they take their shirts off and, you know, but they're, they're, they've got normal bodies. They've, um, they have, fairly normal lives. Um, and, and, uh, you know, I think, you know, I, I think there still is like, you know, a portrayal of gay men, um, as only one thing. And I, I hope, you know, to open that up a little bit. With, and you know, uh, with and that's and so good because like I told you when we had our friend that was watching the show, the, the movie with us, and there's a particular scene or <laughs> scenes, I can't remember. And um, she, the one thing she posted, she goes, wow, look at that chest hair. That is actually attractive. And I'm sitting there going, he's gay. <laughs> and she goes, it doesn't matter here. I'll just, I'll bring a gay man into my house and that way he can just take me out for dinner and, you know, we don't ever have to have sex. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you you left the door to real fantasy. And even for straight couples, that's the one thing that they identify with. Now, don't get me wrong. The hotness of a, a buff looking man, of course, it's a great one night stand, in my opinion. But at the end of the <laughs> yeah. day, it's not something that you really want to adapt to. You want to mm-hmm. adapt to the the real handsome man yes. that, that you know that you can go get. And 
you definitely niche that. So mm-hmm. thank you on that one. We really appreciate. Yes. That. Cool. And she loved Great. that too. So she was she was thrilled with the uh, the body hair. I don't know where <laughs> which one it was that had the chest hair, but she was like going all gaga over that. And I'm like, okay, this is a new site. Yeah, that's Scott. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was, and she's an yeah. older woman, so yeah. She 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 was just fascinated with that and i'm like oh okay that's the side of you i didn't want to know but thank you for telling me but that, i think you know? it was also great <laughs> that we had that experience that it was like an opening up process too you know we're all just yeah. watching it and not being afraid of those other things uh-huh. you know so. and you know the one thing that she yeah. did say with watching this movie is she goes, you know, she goes, because she, she teaches, she's an online teacher. and oh, professor, yeah. She also does a lot of uh, different other things, and she's constantly on her computer. And she was going back and forth, and I noticed she put her phone down during the entire process. And she goes, well, I couldn't find a time to pick up my phone to even look at the message my daughter sent me. She goes, the interest oh, in wow. this movie was consistent. And she goes... I was afraid that if I did that, I would miss something. Yes. And I'm like, that's great. That's, that's that's, great. Yeah. It is so accomplished. And I, and I, I immediately told Willie, I said, that's a good director. If a director can keep a person's interest from start to finish Mm -hmm. and their eyes are glued, then they've done their job well. So congratulations on that. I mean, that's absolutely phenomenal. Thanks, Chris. Yes. You're very welcome. So where can people find the movie? Um, everywhere. It's streaming on uh, platforms like iTunes, uh, Fandango Now, Google Play, Vudu. Um, so these are all, you know, um, platforms where you can buy or rent the film. Very nice. Very nice. And you yeah. had mentioned uh, earlier that you were on, you're doing two shows. So one was on Showtime. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. It's called City on a Hill. It stars Kevin Bacon, takes place in Boston in 1993. Nice. Uh, sort of about the uh, corruption in politics and law enforcement uh-huh. in Boston. And uh, the other show I work on is called New Amsterdam, which is on NBC. And it is a hospital show uh, starring Ryan Eggold. And I play the husband of one of the doctors. Uh, I play the husband of Tyler Labine. Um, And uh, yeah, it's been, uh, we just finished the second season. We start the third season. Who knows when, but uh, hopefully soon. Right. (laughs) Because we're all itching to get back to work. Oh gosh, you and us, but we're normally doing this in a studio and we're doing this at home, which is great. I love it, but I'm not used to being at home all the time. We're always on the go. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, looking at the four yeah. walls, thank God we moved because yes. we bought a new place during the mi- the middle of this. And so we have something new to look at. But the walls even here are just like, okay, you start coming up with these projects that you know you're never going to finish. So it's like... So I went right. and told uh, I, I told the studio I could look. You know, you guys need to get us in, back in there because if you don't, we are going to have a ton of unfinished projects <laughs> that we will never get completed. And they just started laughing. So I get <laughs> you. I think the whole world is waiting for that. Well, Mike, exactly. exactly. I can't thank you enough for being on the show. Yes! This is truly a delight, and we totally appreciate the experience to be able to watch the movie and continue to watch the movie and i 
personally cannot wait to see what is next, especially for you and for this project. Uh -huh. Because I would love to see those characters evolve and evolve with them. It's so relatable. And again, congratulations on that. Well, thanks, Chris. Thanks, Willie. It was uh, it was really great speaking with you today. And stay safe. And uh, hopefully, we'll be, you know, in closer proximity um, sooner rather than later. I simply love these kind of shows. Of course, I really do. A lot of projects that he's done, we of course have watched. We've binge watched many a times. Yes. So it's good to hear his voice. It's good to have a good new friend, actually. Uh-huh. Go check out the show, you guys. Let me tell you, when we got it for the promo before the interview, we watched it like three or four times. Uh -huh, we couldn't yes. get enough of it. <laughs> it is on Amazon, so go check it out. It's a great movie, great film, a lot of great actors and actresses in it, and he does a wonderful job. So yes. go check that out. Mm -hmm. We really do appreciate Mike for coming on the show, and of course, we appreciate you guys for coming on the show. Yes. And what a way to end season two, of course. Wow. And in just a week, we start a brand new season. Yay. And we get some new stuff to add for you guys. So all that's coming up. Ah. So we appreciate you guys coming in year after year or episode after episode, <laughs> yeah. I should say. And it's just been a lot of fun. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Go check out our website for all the new details of season three, plus past seasons, and information about Chris and Will at chrisandwill.com. Yep, and you can follow us on Instagram at chris.and.will. Greg, tell your friends and family, everyone about us, because we love to have fun. And you can be on the show possibly for season three. You never mm -hmm. know, you never know. Be sure to love yourself and the world will love you in return. But for now, you guys, thank you again. We appreciate you, but we got to go. Bye. Bye.